Hey, while I got you here listening to the podcast, I wanted to tell you I'm having more fun than ever on the road, and I will be in New York City at the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden, November 12th. Uh, there are things that I say in that show that I wouldn't even say here at Club Random, let alone on real time. So I'll probably be canceled after the show. So you want to be able to tell your grandkids you were there when it happened. So come on out and laugh your ass off. Go to nycomedyfestival.com or Ticketmaster to get your tickets. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. The icon of icons. No, are you Chevy, may I, may I, may no, I kneel before okay. a comedy god? No, you, you, no. you, you. I, please. That's it. I have okay. No, I, I won't slobber over you anymore. I mean, I may verbally, I won't do it from my mouth. Anything but you like. But I'm, I'm so flattered that you would come here to Club Randwood to my little... I rest, lived here, practically. My... <laughs> I mean, across the street, really. Oh, oh, you mean this neighborhood? Yeah. Oh, where, where? Order. Well, <laughs> let's not give Scared away... Scared the shit out of me. Well, let's not give away my undisclosed location, but... Yeah, it's a lovely neighborhood, isn't it? Uh, what's, uh, the, uh, what's the actual address here, then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing about you, Jeffy. You were always very uh, funny. I mean, like uh, I still am. You know, I know. Uh, I, by the way, I saw that movie you did with Burt Reynolds. Like, Oops. what? Oh, what the hell was that? It was, it was called like the Last Movie Star. The Last Laugh? No, no. The Last Movie Star, Burt Reynolds. Burt, with Burt Reynolds, yeah. It was recent. He Just before he died, he was basically playing a version of himself. You were his best friend. He you was were... actually dying during it. It's <laughs> <laughs> hey, really... Well... It's a sad it's thing to sadly, say. Sadly, yes. But, but no. uh, I mean... Man, That's when I learned what a great actor he is. He is a great actor. And it looked like he was a, a great real friend. I mean... I, I kept thinking, why did they have, I mean, I would not have, like, sort of guessed, oh, look, the perfect person to play the foil to Burt Reynolds, Chevy Chase, but it turned out it was. Yeah. I don't have any idea what it was about him. It, <laughs> you never saw it? No, I never saw it. Okay. Let me, can I tell you? It's Who, really good. A... You should see it. It's really good. Okay, thank he basically, you. <laughs> he basically plays himself. He's In fact, they use clips of him when he was young throughout the whole thing. Um, who's now like he was at the time. You know, obviously, this is not a business where you can be on top forever. So now he's 80, but he... Declining. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, I'm almost 80. What? Kiss me. I'm serious. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm 70. I'll be 79 in a month or so. Yeah, but you look very svelte. I mean... Thank you. Really? By the way, you look svelte. <laughs> <laughs> I said swell. No, uh, but yeah, you you do. You look. I mean, I've Thank seen you much heavier, and uh, you look like you. That was quite a f many years ago. Yeah, I've been like this for fifteen years. So. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, time flies, huh? But let me tell you about this movie that you're in. Oh, but are you stoned to the bejesus like I've been hearing? Well, I uh, will I, you be? I don't think we need to bring Jesus into this, but I may have had a clove cigarette earlier in the day. I, I don't know what they're put. I don't know what they're putting. Listen, in. don't you think I was there for many, many years? My God, I don't know what they're putting in these cloves, Chevy. Yeah, but it is fantastic. I say it every week. I can't say it enough. They should really sponsor this show. 
but um, <laughs> I'm going to get this out if it kills me because I really think you'd enjoy this movie. So you're Burt Reynolds' best friend. <laughs> this was only a few years it can't ago. Can't be that funny. It's 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 funny. It's touching. It and especially since Burt really did die right afterwards, which is what in Hollywood we call a great ending. Uh, it's quite meaningful. Hi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Bert is, he's, again, he's this old guy, and you are, without you, there's no movie, because you convince him to go to, I think it's Memphis, where they're having a film festival. Maybe it's Nashville. Yeah. Right. He gets this offer. The Nashville Film Festival wants to honor you in your amazing career. Yeah. And he's like, ah, fuck it. What are they? And you go, no, it's great. You know, you can, you deserve these accolades. And he goes, and it's like three millennials who like are putting on, they just, they sent him a letter and it's not really. It's worse, isn't it? <laughs> right. It's not really a film festival. I mean, it's their version of it. Yeah. But he feels taken and. And there's a whole thing with a young girl who has, is assigned to watch over him. And well, see, I was when I said what a great actor, I was sort of kidding because then there's this scene where he walks out onto the field that he'd played football on. Yes, and he's just uh, remembering all that period, and the, the camera's on his face for maybe five minutes while he remembers. And I remember now. Well, so uh, you did see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I did. Yeah, I did. That's okay. But there he is out there. Uh, and this is the way he looks. <laughs> That's it. That's Bert's shining moment. Well, okay. I, but no, I make fun. Right. But he's dead. <laughs> Exactly. Right. I always say the same thing. Why does it hurt to be cruel if someone is either not there because they're dead or they're not in the room? Like, as long as they don't get wind of it or hear of it, I think there should be no limits on how cruel. Well, I know he's not going to get wind of it. But, so, but <laughs> exactly. you know what? I'm, I, I'm, I'm making fun of uh, obviously he had an incredible career. Oh, and, so great. And, and was a, a, oh. a, the girls love him. Oh. I loved him. He was that that handsome guy. You, you too, the handsome guy who played against type. You know, there's nothing sexual. I see Ryan Reynolds does it now. Uh -huh. You know, sometimes Ryan Gosling does it. Cary Grant did it. When you're the good-looking guy, but you act like the guy who's not the good-looking guy, that's like now you got him coming, coming and going. Warren Beatty, Warren did it. You know, oh, now you just reminded me of. Uh, when I was on the Tom Snyder show, remember that show? At I did night? it a million fucking times. I was on that, and um, yeah, and uh, he I, would be I, smoking yes, he did. the whole time. He, yeah, that's right. Anyway, uh, oh, he said, uh, people say you're going to be the next Cary Grant, and I said that's crazy. There's nobody like Cary Grant. There will never be another Cary Grant. Right. And I understand he was a homo. <laughs> One of the stupidest things I've ever said. But it's funny. It was very funny. You were always funny. I've oh never my God. once. It was in... the worst thing I could have said, though. Well, well, Carrie was first alive anyway. But again, who was hurt by that? That's my always my question. When, well, I agree. When people lose their shit, who's hurt by that? Certainly, yeah. you know, I. Homosexuals, uh, come on! Among the best senses of humor in the world, I think are, are, are gay people. You know, they they just are more 
you know, yeah. uh, ur- urbane and and you know, sophisticated. So, I, by the, the way, I don't think Cary uh, was gay. Do, do you think he was? Cary Grant, I think, was half a. I think he. I think there was a. I. I I'm going to say this. I think he at one time in his life had a, a had a dick in his ass. Yes, I well, do. Just a uh, sec now. I, <laughs> now that's conjecture, but he's just too good looking not to. He had that great white hair in his old age. Oh yeah, he looked yeah. great. Always the looked great. Most handsome guy in the world. Also, got off the stage at the right time. He didn't linger. You know? Yeah. There was no later years of character. Uh, neither, Grant. by the way, do I. <laughs> We're very much alike that you way. You know what? <laughs> Fuck that. I'm going to linger. They're going to have to fucking drag me out of show business because, oh. like, what else are we going to do? And, well, I know. Yeah. And also, we're in the end of show business where you can do it in old age because it's not like singing where our voice goes. You, funny, George Burns was doing it when he was 100. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it doesn't, I mean, George Carlin basically died on stage. Alan King. Oh, well. <laughs> I won't touch that, but uh, why? No, you didn't but, like George Carlin. Wasn't he the first host? Was of, it George Carlin? Yeah, he was the first host. Wasn't of, he the first know. host? Yeah. Oh, I loved him. He was a good guy and such a great guy. Yeah, good guy. I have to tell you, every, you don't have a, an Emory board, do you? I do. You lied. What am I, Harpo Marx? Yes, yeah, here, here, I've got a here. I've got a candle. I've got a, a swordfish. And I, oh, Jesus, swordfish! Uh, remember, he used to pull the shit out yeah, of his coat. I, I, yeah. No. Uh, oh, every go. Every time I see, uh, who's the president now? I think it's Biden. Biden. That's the fellow. Every time I see him fall, like he the, off the bike, he did one on the steps. Of Joe. Joe he, Biden. He took a fall off the bike. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> also, walking up the very steep steps to Air Force One. Yes. It's like he's doing your act. I mean, it's almost exact. That, that one on the, watch the one on the on the Air Force One steps. It looks exactly like a cold. What, are you coming down or going up? He was going he was up. going up, and then he went down. <laughs> <laughs> but he, but he, it looks exactly like a cold open from 1975, <laughs> you Great. doing Gerald yeah. Ford. Yeah. It's hysterical. Oh, my God, Jerry. Oh. Yeah. I liked Ford I, I, in the sense that he was a nice fella, and. He invited us to the White House, and uh, God knows why, but uh, uh, he was a good guy. He was nice. Yeah. Just a, a Republican ass, but yeah. beyond that. Well, I mean, that's, but look, not to get political, but that's what we have to get back to is not hating the people. Republican asses. <laughs> well, I mean, no. you can yeah. think, we all, you can think that about somebody. I think, yes, I think that about a lot of Republicans, always have, and a fair number of Democrats as well. But uh, even the ones who I think are politically, yes, asses, I, I, I've known for 30 years doing the two shows I've done, they are often some of the nicest people, like when you talk to them off stage and when it's not political and yeah. when you're having the drink in the green room. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that is what America has to get back to, yeah. being able to yeah. do that and and just... And just get over yourself thinking that every... <laughs> Any mail for me? <laughs> mail. Chevy, we don't get the mail anymore. At least wake up and say, oh, my God, is there a, is there a TikTok? <laughs> TikTok. Bring, it, bring it up the to worst. date. 
<laughs> what? You do TikTok now, don't you? I don't know. Yes, I you mean, do. No, I... Yes, I, you do. I've I seen it. I don't follow any of that stuff. I, but what, what you do it, you may not follow it. Like Maybe I do do it, if you pardon the expression. <laughs> yes, you, you definitely do do it. Or else it's a, 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 there can't be a Chevy impersonator out there. Uh, no. I, I don't know. Remember when... Uh, Remember when they said Paul McCartney was dead? Do you remember that hoax? I do. Wasn't that amazing? I mean, it was, first of all, when they came here, everyone was gaga. I know, you I know. know, yeah. So they were all like, they were, look, they were like 21 years old. They looked like they had just won World War II for this country. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, yeah. the love. So they fact, were- I've been jealous of them ever since. Yeah, I mean, who couldn't? Come I mean, on. Is there wonderful. any, is there any, career in show business. I know everybody thinks that they have their version of the Beatles, Michael Jackson. Yes, I'm sure there are comparable in yeah. many ways, but I think you had to be there. And I was only eight years old, so I'm vaguely piecing this together. But I, it seems to me that they did have a cultural impact. But again, maybe... Look, it's about harmony. Harmonies. Literally, musical harmonies. Uh, these guys had it Right. Uh, you could say, even if, if you were a musician, say, those are beautiful harmonies. And you could see how it affected people who weren't musical at all. It was just uh, a lovely group of guys. You, yes. How could you well, not like them? Even Ringo. <laughs> I'm sorry to say it that way. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ringo. I know Ringo. I don't mean even Ringo. No. No, but you know, I mean. Well, Ringo. I mean, as why far. Why are we talking about the Beatles? Son? Why not? Because right. we have no agenda here. Why? What do you? What do you have? Something? You have to plug something? What do you? What do you have? A? Oh, you do have a movie. Don't Maybe you? I will plug. How about this shirt? Jesus Farmers. Is that <laughs> what that says? Jesus Farmers. Yeah. What does that mean? Who the fuck knows? Right. I just Jesus. had it made. I had these made. I'm you, they're going to go big. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You know how you see T-shirts. Right. You're not sure what it is or means. Uh, Chevy, are you circumcised? I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> you used to be. <laughs> it grew back? What? The, I mean, that, oh, yeah. That, uh, that, that, I've never heard that, but I suppose. What, that I used to be? No, that a, that a foreskin could grow back. Can it? I mean, you, you just, you do you just, have to, you just you have that. Jesus, this is like being in an Ionesco play. Um, <laughs> ah, that's the worst. What? An Ionesco play. God, that's so easy. Jesus. <laughs> what does it even mean to you? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All you have to do is say Ionesco and, hey, yeah, intellect, of course. And Middle America. Middle America perks, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, um, what we, what was, oh, you don't you have a movie with Dan Aykroyd coming up? Oh yeah, we just shot in Canada. Um, you just shot it. Yeah, just I, I mean, literally a week ago I was there. I hear Burt Reynolds is great. He's <laughs> he's the last person in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Danny's just. Do you know Dan at all? He's just wonderful. It just. I don't know. I always wished I did. I mean, as I do, I'm getting, this is, I'm very, oh, I, no, Chubby's going to be, you know, just, Clemped getting to be with you, but oh, no. Dan Ecker would be somebody else. Oh, I mean, I've been great. a fan forever. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, I was 19 when SNL came on the air. I was in college, just first having st gotten stoned. 
It was my first fall of being a stone person. So the combination of watching that show, thinking about getting into comedy, being stoned, and seeing this revolutionary gang take over and make me laugh, split a gut, and also do things I've never seen on television before in the time slot of my hero, Johnny Carson. But it was like, oh, wow, this could be something that is, you know, a step beyond him. I mean, he was great, but yes, he was getting on a little bit, and this was. Who are we like, talking about? Are you not Johnny, still? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Burt. Well, well Johnny to... was a good friend, actually. Really? Yes. I thought uh, he was pissed at you when you were rumored to be like hot on his heels, taking his job. Because I remember that era. That's really not him at all. I mean, Johnny. Yeah. Are you kidding? He he exiled, he practically sent Joan Rivers to Elba because she dared to like go up against. That's a funny concept. (laughs) Joan Rivers to Elba, please. Well, (laughs) that's where they sent Napoleon. You remember Napoleon, right? I I used to go with him. (laughs) (laughs) You and I should write a Marx Brothers movie. Now, I admit there'll be a problem because they're dead too, but we could recast. Did they do, all of them are dead? <laughs> yeah, they'd be like 100. What, what about Dino Marx? Dino, no. You're thinking of the uh, Beach Boys. Oh, that's it. Um, but, uh, oh, damn, what were we talking about? It doesn't matter anymore. No, it doesn't. I'll just really, take a nap. It doesn't really matter, but I could talk. Oh, I know. Your movie with Dan Aykroyd and Dan Aykroyd. Um, oh, yeah. He seems to be the one that... He is, what I used to say, is the resident genius of Saturday Night Live. He, uh, I could see that. I'm remembering yes. Dan with a, uh, at first year, with a painting that he was talking about as if he was like a museum guy or something. Right. Tied on the painting. And he's discussing the finer points of the, of the painting and other plants, this and that. And there's a there's a nude woman in it, and he never talks about it. But that's all we're looking at. It's just right. perfect, Dan. That was a sketch. That huh? that was a sketch he did earlier. Yeah, on. yeah. Oh. Many sketches, obviously. And I I think your point is very well taken about being kind of a rock because you could tell he was the guy who always. There's always one guy where you need to play like the dad, yeah, the authority figure, yeah, and you can just tell who's kind of the rock. Yeah, yeah. And also the guy who gets along with everybody. I mean, you didn't get along with everybody else, maybe. Well, Dan was the guy who got along with everybody. Yeah, with everybody, right? Yeah. Like Ringo and the Beatles. (laughs) And Ionesco. Okay, so, um, yeah, so I feel like he, and, and just the fact that you guys are still friends. Sure. After all these years. So... So was John and I, but... You John know, Belushi? Yeah. I mean, yeah. We, uh, well, I'm just remembering John and his hook and drugs problem. But uh, back then, uh, the big drug was cocaine. And, you know, uh, obviously John turned, it, turned out to be a cokehead, uh, as it were. But I had a little, little jar, you know, of cocaine. Uh, a vial? Yeah, a little vial. And with a little spoon that hung from it. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, I nice. remember the spoon. And I p- Some people wore it around their neck. Really? Yeah, like a cross. No, it would go well on your Jesus shirt. Would. <laughs> Christ. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, 
It's on the, I, I had it on the piano uh, of the stage of Lemmings. That we, uh, that, National Lampoon's Lemmings. Yeah. Classic. So I'm just playing the piano. Nobody's, the crowd isn't in yet. And it's just sitting. And it, uh, after I played just a little bit, it's gone. <laughs> no idea how or what. I obviously was looking at my hands or something at the moment that John <laughs> swooped in and took it. So I immediately said, Belouche, did you take my Coke? <laughs> no. No. What are you talking about? What Coke? What? So about a month later, I'm invited to dinner at John and Judy's um, apartment. And I'm there. <laughs> And uh, we're about ready to, and I see my, my little violet empty <gasps> and washed, <laughs> just sitting on a shelf there oh. by the books. But so clearly, yes. you know. Oh, oh God, that was, well, he was. I was going to defend him and say, you know, when you leave your Coke out, it, it, it's, it's going to get stolen by somebody. Well, no, but it, well, because it's, it was right next to me. <laughs> I know, <laughs> sure, but still, well, those days, like people, drugs are an easy thing to steal because you can't report it to the police. That's true. So that's true. They do tend to walk off on their own. I'm so glad I just put that stuff aside. A I, long me time too, ago. because you wouldn't be here at 78 if you hadn't. Because John died at 33. Yeah. I mean, when you think how long ago that is. And that morning. 40 uh, years. He came, that, that morning, uh, Janie, my wife and I were um, in our house. And uh, there was a knock on the door. And uh, I opened the door. And there's like, it seemed like 12 uh, 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 news people. Writers yeah. and uh, media, media jackals, hmm? media jackals, media jackals. Good, good, good. Well put. <laughs> anyway, and how, how do you feel about yeah. uh, the death of John? I didn't know yet. Oh, uh, death of John Belushi uh, it just shocked me. And there I was stuck with these people. And, well, can we come in, Mister Chase, and take your clothes off? I don't know what. Uh, you know, it just really stripped me to the. Uh, it was, uh, but, oh, God, what a horrible thing. Yeah. And when John Candy died, well, John Candy was not a drug abuser. Uh, well, John, John was, but those are two food, of my best friends who died, you know, that I really felt awful about. Um, yeah. But I, I would say food is a drug. For, for that's what, I mean, John Candy. Good night, everybody. <laughs> why, why is that? <laughs> Food is a drug. But. <laughs> uh, but it is. Yeah. I mean, it can be the worst drug. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah, you're right. But that, I mean, he seemed like. Look at Hillary Clinton. <laughs> no, yeah. that's right. No, that's wrong. She didn't, she didn't eat that much. Let me think. Well, uh, she has balloons. She balloons up. She's a little like Elvis. She has? Well, yes. She's a little like Elvis. She balloons up. And then when she has to go back on camera, she loses the weight. And then she does one of those terrible travelogue pictures, like fun in Acapulco. That's awful. <laughs> oh, wait, that is Elvis. I'm sorry. Uh, did you ever meet him? Did you ever meet Elvis? Uh, I hear he No, was... but my wife uh, saw him live. Um, I met Sinatra. 
Yeah. What was he like? Oh, um, I, I, I liked him. I mean, you know, we, I went to the last show that Sinatra had ever uh, in L.A. In L.A. Did they know it was the last show? Oh, yeah. It was really? The, yes, his last performance. And, um, and I went with Marty Short. Wow. And Marty and I then proceeded to be put in a little sort of uh, living room-like area like this or something uh, uh, with maybe 20 people. Uh, all of whom expected to meet Frank or were right. friends of Frank. Sure, they do that after every concert. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 yeah. the celebrities go backstage, there's right. a little room, Yep. and then the great one comes out, whoever just did the show, yeah. Yeah. and you have to know exactly how to compliment stars of that level because even a compliment that's not Don't like... Don't you realize I was in the middle of a fucking story? I'm sorry, you're right. Go ahead. Anyway... No, I, 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 you're right. I I, love you you mentioned Tom Snyder, so I feel like I'm doing the Tom Tom Snyder. I'm setting it up. Where do you think right, he so is? So you're, you're backstage with Frank Sinatra. No. Uh, well, no, he comes in. after uh, You know, he, yeah. we figured, we just learned why he goes to bed at five in the morning every morning. Because he wasn't even in there till two. We are just sort of standing around. What time did the show end? Oh, probably 11. You know. So you were there for three hours before he showed up? Oh, yeah, yeah. What did you do? I blew Marty. What do you mean, what did we do? <laughs> well, with that three hours is a long... I don't know. I can't remember what we did. Okay. So we just, you know, so I had a drink or something. So anyway, he finally comes in. Yeah. And uh, comes right up to me. He says, hi, Jeffy. Hi, Frank. What are you drinking? That's yeah. what he says right away. Sure. What are you drinking? I said, oh, whatever you are, Frank. Wow. And so he points to the bartender and says, you know, two lack of portents. I don't know what. Yeah. Some kind of thing. <laughs> and, and black, black Some, one. Yeah. And, uh, it's a good one. I, at which point I said, oh, oh uh, Frank, I'd love to uh, introduce you to my friend, uh, Martin Short. I mean, singer, uh, very funny guy, Mar Marty Short. And Marty is so taken by this moment that he goes, Oh, Mr. Sinatra. I, and he gets that far. And Frank says, Frank says, I think I know. What are you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> that is priceless. I think I know. I think I know. That is the best yeah. show business story ever. Isn't it great? Yeah. I think I know. I think I know. What are you drinking? Don't bore me with how great I am. <laughs> I know. Yes. Oh, so I don't want to right. make, your, make your work too exactly. hard. Exactly. It's like, if we already both know this, why go through the motions? Yeah, yeah. We are brought to you by SignalWire, the real OGs of software-defined telecom. Remember that horror movie that's set entirely on a computer screen where a mysterious user joins a group of friends' video chat, tormenting them with secrets about a classmate that had recently died until they're all terrified? Talk about a shitty user experience. Well, if you're developing a product or app that features real-time communications like voice or video, SignalWire can help make sure your user experience doesn't turn into a horror show. Whether it's voice, messaging, or cutting-edge broadcast-quality video, if it has to do with real-time communications, SignalWire has the APIs. With SignalWire, you can completely customize the user experience and integrate with an existing application or website with ease. 
SignalWire's ultra-low latency is essential for creating experiences where real-time really matters. Whether you're a developer, product builder, or just someone with a cool idea, SignalWire offers APIs, SDKs, and even copy-and-paste code snippets to help you make your vision a reality fast. Get cutting-edge video, voice, and messaging from the original geeks of software-defined telecom. Visit SignalWire.com random to sign up for a free account. Go to SignalWire.com random and build what's next in real-time communications. Go to SignalWire.com random. Hey, if you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to be ready for the insane holiday season. And if you haven't started preparing for the chaos of holiday mailing and shipping, you're already falling behind. Luckily, Stamps.com has everything you need to make your life a whole lot easier. It's the 24-7 post office that you can access from anywhere. No lines, no traffic, no hassle. Stamps.com is your one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. Get access to the USPS and UPS services you need to run your business right from your computer. With inflation on the rise, every dollar counts. Protect your margins with major discounts on USPS and UPS rates, up to 86% off. And if you're running an online store, Stamps.com works seamlessly with all the major shopping carts and marketplaces. Get ahead of the holiday chaos this year. Get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code RANDOM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code RANDOM. Hey, just doing a quick commercial in case you don't want to watch commercials. So meta. We have a subscription channel on Apple now called Club Random Velvet Rope, where you can get all the episodes ad-free, most new episodes a week early, full exclusive bonus episodes, and extra bonus content where I talk about whatever the fuck I want. Try it free for a week now. Just search Club Random on Apple Podcasts. I happen to know Marty's a huge Sinatra fan because he and I both know this album that we can't find anybody else who knows this. I had to introduce this album to Seth MacFarlane, who is a Sinatra adorate. So this is called, um, he did it in 1969, it's called A Man Alone. Have you heard I of have that. Okay, you're the uh, third I lied. one. I just lied. Oh. <laughs> but, okay, A Man Alone. It's, it's was, perfect for him. That's it, a, exactly. He was, was about... The add-on and the, the... Well, also because I think it was right before he got married for the third time. So he was like 50. It was written by Rod McEwen, a gay man. Really? Who, who wrote a theme album called A Man Alone. It has talking parts in between the songs where Frank... You know, oh, I've a, heard this. It's awesome. I, I've, I have it on my phone uh, with Frank uh, yeah. getting ready to sing. The, he's just talking about the song and uh, the, the band with the band there. Is this true? Count Basie's band? No, there's no band. Okay, that, I don't want to discuss it. It's a no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that, that's like the Vegas albums. I, that's oh. like it might as well be Swing. That's a, that's a great Sinatra. That's from the <laughs> 50s. That's even before my time. I love that. But that's the one. Fly me to the moon. It's yeah. like the... It's like the that I is, got it. I, ready? Fly me to the moon. Yes. Yeah. Wait, I'm not finished. <laughs> <laughs> and let me play among the stars. Then he goes, 
uh, let me something see what life is like on uh, on a Jupiter and Mars. So you got a, yeah. a Jupiter and Mars, and you know at that point I've I've just uh, peed pants because remember Richard Belzer? Do I remember the great comedian? What do you mean the great comedian? He took you know what? What what he what, what he do? Rob you? <laughs> I'll say. He no, uh, no. When I was uh, working with Ken Shapiro, we did Groove Tube and a number Groove of those. Groove Tube, yes. Well, we five years of that uh, working with Kenny, and then finally I left Ken because uh, he was kind of a prick, and um, and uh, Belzer took over for me and did my parts. He was awful, frankly, because <laughs> I, you know, I'm. Well, I'm, he doesn't do what you do. That's no, that, that's true. Handle. But he used to have that funny bit in his act where he would say, uh, "What do all singers give you this move," and then you know the way they tilt their head with, "Everything's gonna yeah, be yeah, okay yeah. Yeah, as yeah, soon yeah. as I get my neck fixed." <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that that's used right, yeah. to kill me. I remember my that. neck. You remember that bit? Yeah, I do. Yes, Catch a Rising Star I used to yeah, walk yeah, in right. there sometimes. Catch a Rising Star. He owned that place. He was in, in the city. What? In New York. Yeah, it was at 78th and 1st. Rick Newman. Congratulations. You're right. You're <laughs> yeah. absolutely right. I think I saw you. I think when I was starting out, you probably stopped by there a few times. It was one of those, oh, my God, Chevy Chase is here. You know. Does no, he... I, I wasn't that Yeah, I got there in 70, 79. You were well past Woody things. was there You were a, a movie star by 1979. Okay, but Woody Allen. Uh, Woody Allen went there. No, he uh, didn't. Woody Allen was never there. What are you talking about? The Catch a Rising Star was on the Upper East Side. He. Oh, what did I say? Uh, Woody Allen. Maybe the. I'm thinking about Elaine's. Elaine's. I'm it sorry. was a restaurant. Yeah. Yes, yeah. He, no, he, yeah, he. Yeah, sort of. Right. Yeah. <laughs> sort of. No, it, it, it was, was a restaurant. It wasn't That's very good. Okay. And she was a lovely matron. She was. She was like. She reminded me of uh, Margaret Dumont in the in the Marx Brothers movies. You know the foil. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You know, not that she was, you know, a, a prig like that. I mean, no, 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 no. No, but she had that sort of matronly. Yeah. <laughs> I porked her. Anyway. Yes. Did you hear what I said? What? <laughs> well, I porked her. Oh. I, <laughs> no, you. I didn't. only. I only wanted to hear because. How many people know, have used the word pork as a verb? I, I, it's a great it's a great word it's a great for verb. for um, no, porking. Yes, basically. no porking. Shh, don't say it. Right. It's definitely not a word you want to use while you're porking, though. <laughs> right. You never want to say, oh, "I'm going to pork you." <laughs> it's like that is a direct yeah. turn off to a woman. I tell you, I'm uh, a boy. I be... You're such a good kisser. Can I pork you? Yeah, no. man. After the third time, I made that mistake. I said, I'm "Jesus not Christ, doing this That's ever a... again." I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Chevy, this is the problem. Now there's so many. Tangents that I wanted to complete with you, and I okay, okay. I, so I won't it, say another word. No, <laughs> that's not what you want. And I guess I get it. <laughs> oh, Frank Sinatra. Let's go back to so Marty Short and I. We love this album, and we yeah. when we see each other, we like invariably break into the songs that no one else really under knows. These yeah, Marty and, sings well too. Oh, and he does. He can sing them. Um, yeah, but there's one song. It's one of my favorites. Uh, I Seth MacFarlane said he would sing it together with me sometime because he likes to sing like that at his parties. It's called uh, "I've Been to Town," and it just to me says it all about 
the joy of listening to a, you know music written for adults because most of the music when you're first getting into music is written for teenagers because that's who listens to it you know it's like it's my party and I'll cry if I want to. <laughs> You know, see, I start with somewhere around Mozart. I don't know where the hell these start. Yeah, most of the music written, yeah, they're, well, they're teenagers. Well, yeah, Mozart. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, what teenager listens to Mozart? Where did what? You, where did you grow up? You listened to Mozart when you were a teenager? Well, no, you listened. I couldn't help it. Yeah. I, I knew him. <laughs> no, Boy. no. Well, never mind. I no. I'm just I'm making fun of you. God knows I shouldn't. I can tell. No, no, I love it. I I take it as an honor. You could any anything you hurl at me, I would. I, I'm not going to wash it off my. I'm not good at that. I. Um, oh, I don't. Oh, tell that's yourself. not true. I'm good at everything. Yes, you're good at everything in comedy. But anyway, this song, I've I've been to town. And it's really just about a guy who's saying, you know, because again, Frank was like 50 when he recorded this. And it's the metaphor for, you know, I've seen it all. I can't waste any more time. He's talking to a, a lover of his, you yeah. know. And there's this lyric where he says, um, you asked me if I know the Milky Way. I do. And furthermore, I'd like to say, it's not Milky White. It's dingy gray especially when your world breaks down. <laughs> Fly me to... No, I hate it. <laughs> it's kind of genius, though. The balls to sing something that cynical and real in a song. Also, make... he, you know, he wasn't the smartest guy. Let's, I got to be honest Russia? with you. He was actually a very smart guy. Uh, I mean, a big... No, you know... Reader... A big <laughs> no, reader. He, he was. Yeah. What are you reading? Well, uh, yeah, mostly yeah. tattoos near girls' pussies, but still. It, nice is, it is reading. Well said. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Frank Sinatra, besides being obviously the great vocal artist he was, had a huge movie career. He did 50, really? 54 movies. I and, know. <laughs> By the way, I did 55. <laughs> That's why you don't know. Okay. Well, we'll call you the chairman of the board then okay. from Thanks now on. Thanks a lot. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I don't know why I'm defending Frank Sinatra. You know, know. But he, I, you know what? I'm, I'm but just, he was nice to you. Yes, Frank. How about OJ? Was he ever nice to you? Because people say OJ. Oh, <laughs> yeah. well, people say. Well, you know, he, his kids went to school with my, with my with my kids. Really? Yeah. Are they uh, alive? We live in Pacific <laughs> Your kids? No. They, and he shot two of them. But, no. <laughs> it was a mistake. Anyway. Right. Well, no, it's good guy, to see. Good to see he's not stabbing anymore. Uh. But, <laughs> but I mean, are, you, are we hearing a dog or laughter? Uh, that's a that's a dog laughing. <laughs> that's not. <laughs> 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 oh, that's a pretty good dog. Thank you. Yeah. What other animals do you do? Uh, what do you think I can get my and hands on? And when I on? say do, I mean have intercourse. Oh, with. I'm sorry. Of course, <laughs> no, if I said anything, I can get my hands on. So we're both in the same bad way. <laughs> yeah. Well, there are people who do have. Sexual relations with animals. I mean, that's not name a... one. <laughs> Besides <laughs> Seth MacFarlane, um, uh, <laughs> well, <Ian Esco laughs> was always you yeah, know, rhinoceros. Why do you think the name of the play? I know 
is, uh, but you know that hurt when he tried it. <laughs> yes, it hurt the rhinoceros. Yeah. Well, maybe oh. not. Wasn't there a joke about? I have it? a pain. Really? It's gone. Okay. <laughs> just Jeffy, just live for another twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we need. Because and then, and then we're wrapped. <laughs> and they they drag me out. Yeah, of and it. then they just <laughs> as the next guest comes in. Yeah. Um, but uh, oh damn! What's the matter, man? You make me you laugh. Me light, you I'll make light me it. laugh so much that I forget what I'm talking. Forget what I'm talking again. About. And I look at you. Right. Now, oh, are you sure? <laughs> I'm just going to bring this up one more time, but, and then I'm going to leave it alone. But, Circumcision. If you haven't had it done, I'm just saying it's great. It, <laughs> I'm just saying it's great. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yes. It's, Calm down. <laughs> that is the essence of my message, but I can get deeper than that. Okay. Why is it great? <clears throat> Prevents disease? <clears throat> yeah. Isn't that originally why they snipped foreskins? Yeah, and it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> not, what? Not, 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 when you're, not when you're getting it done. No. And, no. you know, I, I still remember it, though, when I was, what, 12, 12, 12 months old, 12 weeks? You don't remember it. Were you circumcised? No, of course I don't remember it. But were you circumcised? Some people are not. Many people are not. Okay, I'll show you, but <laughs> of course I was. Yeah. Well, don't say of course. You know, there are many people who I did a bit in my act about circumcision, and I've had people... I remember that. <clears throat> really? No, no. I don't know. And people, I have had people um, yell out, it's not funny. Like of all the subjects I talk about, that's the one that they literally yell out. It's not funny. It's, it's bodily mutilation and people have died. Really? Yes. People take, some people. What people have died? What are we talking exactly. about? Like and you know what? Even if they they're did, they're thirty-eight and they get circumcised. Well, I, <laughs> what? I, well, obviously something could get infected no matter when you do it at whatever age. So I'm sure there's a certain casualty count. I don't care. It's, <laughs> that makes two of us. Let's, right. let's move on. Okay, no, go ahead. No, I'm a one-issue candidate, and that is pro-circumcision. It's very good. I because it's a gross-looking thing, and. And it is disgusting. And it's a, what, why do you think they made it that law in the Bible? Because they obviously saw from experience that uncircumcised men, you know, bad things happened to them or, the, or God smote them or something. And so they were like, let's make this a fucking law that you got to cut off the end of your dick. Cut off the end of your dick. Now it's gone too far, Bill. Bill Maher, everybody. Got <laughs> circumcision. No. No, yeah, you were circumcised, right? May I see? Not, no. not, not recently, but I was, thank uh, God. Because you cannot have a pretty dick. Um. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> it would be a good name for a character, wouldn't it, Mr. Pretty Dick? Well, that's not bad. Pretty Dick. Captain Pretty Dick. Pretty Dick, get in here. <laughs> You're Captain Pretty Dick. Yes. Captain Pretty Dick. <laughs> it's like video. <clears throat> but, um... Are you done? With? This, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm gonna... I'm, I'll I'm, give you another... You're, you're gonna have to fight me. I'll give you another hour. Okay. <laughs> you have to fight to get rid of me because mm -hmm. I, when am I, am I going to be guaranteed to be able to ever have this amazing moment with 
the great Chevy Chase again? No, so I'm going to milk it for all I can get out of it. Great. In fact, you're strapped in right now. I'll say. <laughs> no, you're not strapped. No, that's a, not a thing. A thing that means gun, right? Yeah, strapped. Yes. Oh, I left my gun with my wife. Keeps <laughs> <laughs> taking pock shots. Yeah. I love it when you do these ones that like uh, I don't even quite get what the meaning is, but the ryth matter. the rhythm is so good. There you are, and the words are so good. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like. That is a kind of a, a Zen comedy that is on like 400 or 500 level. Just you Mel know, Brooks did the same thing. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm not. Yeah, sorry, so, I can't compare myself to Mel Brooks, but well, it's the same sort of. I don't know. It just sort of comes. I don't know naturally or something to people. I can compare you to Mel Brooks, and I love Mel Brooks, but two yeah. great funny guys who given America a zillion laughs and made a bunch of great fucking movies. So I God, can't. He compare. was great. He was so. Yeah. Great. Oh yeah. Yeah. But the, I, I remember comics like we would do that like with each other just to get each other laughing. Like we would just say a line, and it didn't really track at all. But that was what was funny about it. You know. That it didn't track. Yeah, like yeah. I don't want to say you know she was ugly, but the waiter was wearing a batting helmet. <laughs> it's like what the what the heck? You know, a like, batting helmet. <laughs> it's very funny. It, it's funny because it's not funny. I think is you know it's the rhythm. It's the yeah. rhythm of it. The rhythm. Yeah, yeah. And that's and you're kind of a musician, right? Weren't you a drummer? I was a drummer, and I play the piano. And I'm of course, a, I play you do. jazz piano. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I I was a drummer for uh, Steely Dan uh, when we were in Steely college. Steely Dan, and then coming out. Yeah, come on, the Steely Dan. No, the other Steely Dan. <laughs> <laughs> the, one, the one that was awful. Wait, no. Steely Dan. Like, yeah, Don Fagan and of Walter Becker. So like, you're on Ricky. Don't lose that number or something. No, Ricky's oh. on it. Ricky's on that one. <laughs> no. No, I quit before. Oh, before that, uh, I I wanted to be. Wow. Honestly, I wanted to be in comedy. Yeah. In some fashion or another, and uh, it, it all sort of started in college anyway. So, um, but no, I I saw Don Fagan fairly recently, and. Um, oh, Steely Dan. He, he seems well, very happy, and he's married, and well, but musicians. When you think about almost any band, any artist. With notable exceptions like Frank Sinatra, or they get a decade. The Beatles had a decade, the '60s. The Eagles had the '70s. Led Zeppelin had the '70s. Mm, yeah. they, did, they didn't go into you know. You get about a decade, and then you still work. But first of all, the the the, the parade moves on. Now the people who were your fans when they were, we're talking about a very specific kind of music i'm talking about almost all music i'm saying you get a decade if you're at the top and then beethoven you, for instance you, beethoven had the 1820s was huge i mean like the whole <laughs> you happen to be right the whole deaf thing was yeah. you know he still got all the tail yeah um the 1830s Suddenly it was like, uh, well, I would, but you can't hear me. I can't, and I need I can't a man. Hear. I, need I can't a man. hear you. <laughs> I need a man who can listen. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just saying, like, Steely Dan had the 70s, 
like so many, they kept making music. But yes, it does doesn't reach a master audience. Paul yeah, McCart- it doesn't reach. That's all I'm saying. Paul McCartney has some great. Well, Paul's continues to reach ma- ma- uh, mass audiences. Not really. You're not going to hear Paul McCartney played anywhere where where twenty year olds. Not his new stuff. Maybe they do a remix of Eleanor Rigby or something and put a beat on it. But That's an interesting thought. Yeah, actually it is. Well, they do it all the time. Well, I mean, look at Elton John. He's, you're wrong about Paul. Uh, uh, he puts it out. I'm just saying with the people, it's not going to get heavy airplay on MTV. It's just not. Yeah. If they're even, I don't think they're even showing <laughs> stuff anymore. What am I talking about? But wherever they're showing it, uh, you know, it's just not. I mean, it's you can't be 78 in music and I mean, the Rolling Stones, I'm sure, well, they probably actually haven't put out a new album, but they used to. But when they would tour, they would play the list from the 60s and 70s. Yeah. They wouldn't play the stuff from the album that came out in 2005. It just wasn't. Well, you know. It's uh, so, stuff right, uh, does th- get th- overlooked. This is another friend of mine, Mick uh, Jagger, and um, uh, a friend that, be- because. I can't remember. It's hosting some huge show in a huge, you know, arena, football. You were, uh, yeah, uh, years ago, and uh, both. Oh, uh, well, Tina Turner, and um, who are we talking about? Uh, Mick Jagger and Mick. Uh, yeah, they, I, they ended up. Uh, you know, I introduced them basically. Now, Mick Jagger and Broly Sunsurf. And now Tina Turner without Ike. I don't. Know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, um, I hope. Then we ended up in a like a Volkswagen bus driving with them and the two of them behind me. I was just sitting in the front seat, and I just you had to get a, away from the arena. I I can't remember. How, yeah, I think we we're being and Nicholson too. We were all being driven away from the show afterward. Right, uh, and uh, who's gonna uh, know, just, know that we they we were in that Volkswagen bus, you know? But I just remember having a blast in there, uh, and just making fun of them, and uh, you know we became friends. Uh, uh, I mean, who makes fun of Tina Turner and 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 Mick? You know, I do. Right, not <laughs> the guy you want. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, sometimes people on that level like the piss taken out of them. If you do it the right way, yeah. Otherwise, they'll just throw you out of the Volkswagen bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, right. many a Volkswagen bus has a dead body on the side of the road. Just uh, check or it underneath. Out. Yeah, right. You're right. Um, but you probably, being the deft artisan you are, know how to do it. Yeah, you know. I got a thing. <laughs> you know what I'm hey, what? If you're serious. I, I don't want to. I mean, you, if you gotta go or do some shit. Are you serious? I'm. You I just you want, really thought I, just, I, I, I just, got a thing that I, I had to leave. Want you to be happy. I'm so flattered you're here. I'm, I'm so, happy. I love this. Okay. Uh, good. This, is it, is it, yeah. it too structured? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> do, you, do you feel it's overproduced? <laughs> yeah. <I'll laughs> because see. that's what I get a lot. Who is that guy behind you? In the it. Oh. Made you look. I don't know where. Oh I, God! Look at it's that thing. Trump and Clinton. Yeah, I, I don't know where I got these, but there's so many of the things at Club Random. I don't know where I got them, but I got them. <laughs> there they are. Well, maybe somebody got got them for you. Um, What's that yeah, over there? That's a that's some piece of artwork. I remember oh. where I got that. Oh. I think I got that from Bud Friedman. 
I most of the artwork I have. <laughs> this is well, not, you sure do drop names, but, <laughs> Bud Friedman. Well, but I love Bud Friedman, and and, I know, I do. and you know he was the owner. Is still the owner. He's retired, but I don't know, the improv, which is the granddaddy of comedy clubs. That's what started the whole thing. Before the improv, there was no place to be. Were you in New York at that time, New York City? Well, yes. Because I was. I, I, I lived there. I mean, I grew up there. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I got to New York in 79. Yeah. Again, you were already a movie star, so we weren't hanging out. Yeah. Um, but the improv started in 62. That's correct, On sir. the west side, and it was the first urban comedy club before that comics like were bad up in the catskills that was that training ground before the urban clubs right and it kind of changed the whole way comedy was done i mean you went from the take my wife please guys right to yeah. the the waiters wearing a batting helmet <laughs> we don't even know what's funny about that guys <laughs> you really like that the waiters wearing no, I, I do like that <laughs> because it makes no sense <laughs> i like things that make no sense anyway gonna, oh i'm just i think i thought I, you were just going to eat ice no well, who can I, although i have in the past um but bud uh the the improvs did very well for a while when comedy was sort of like, you know, the latest big thing in the 80s. And Bud bought a big-ass house in Beverly Hills because there were improv franchises all over the country. Mm -hmm. So while he had it, you know, and he filled it with all this really nice artwork, and then the whole thing crashed mm -hmm. because comedy clubs were a trend. Like, mid-sized cities had six clubs. It couldn't last, and it didn't. So I remember he had to, like, sell all his artwork. They were moving, you know, because when the bottom that's, went out, and like sad. like a vulture. Yeah. <laughs> but I was invited as a vulture. He yeah. said, "Come through my house. Uh, I'm selling a lot of artwork. I'll give you this great yeah. price." But I just what I paid for it, and so I, I that's how I got a bunch of stuff that I still have. Oh, cheap fuck. When will you put it in here? Well, I don't care. Yeah, it winds up in here. But I don't care about artwork for price because it's so subjective. I, I don't think you care about artwork, period. I do care Let's about talk. art. Let's talk. No, I, no. I, <laughs> you wouldn't know it by looking around here. Actually, you would. Because, it's yes, it's a little kitschy. But uh, I just like stuff that makes me feel good. And first of all, if I had an expensive painting, I'd always be worrying that... It would, what if I lost it in a fire or it would attract thieves? Yeah. You might like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real problem. <laughs> and then I'd be. Nice like, yeah, seeing you. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah. Um, so. I, I, I happen to. We're, we are artists, you know. Who? Yeah, us? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> us in particular? Oh, I, I consider myself an artist. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you're just an interviewer. We're a, Thank you very no, much. No, no, we're comedy artists. No, we are. We are. It's and Absolutely. by the way, one of the toughest things to be an artist and and and, and get anywhere. Well, I mean, I to see. Uh, that's why I have trouble with stand-up comedians. I just so many of them don't. You know, it, they're so desperate and they work so hard and you know for a fifteen-minute set or something, and the, the audiences love them. You know, some of them. Love that my my daughter works at uh, uh, the comedy store. Oh yeah, in uh, L.A. Cool. Uh, so you know, I go there sometimes and watch these comics. But uh, you know, uh, maybe one in a million 
get further up the, the you know, uh, it's not that many. And no, as it should be. Actually, there's more comics out there than ever. Do you have an memory board? I, <laughs> Jerry, we're, we're, you asked me that. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'll have to get it from Jamie. Uh, no. Uh, I, I think there actually is a glut of comedians, but that's probably because I'm a comedian. Well, uh, <laughs> no, but so you're right. Like, there, there is, but there, yeah. How, how many of them are great? You know, or, well, it, it just. Uh, some of them are great, and some of them uh, are not great, uh, but still sell a lot of tickets. And other words, oh, yeah, uh, okay. Uh, I don't know if you're. Who, but but comedy is so subjective. Who could say what's what's great is what tickles me? I mean, there are people who could listen to this and be like, "Who are those two idiots? Yeah. What the fuck are they howling about? They're not. They've not stopped laughing at each other since the beginning. Since they sat down, and not, and they're just, they're just blithering. You know? And it's like, <laughs> and other people, I think, understand where we're coming from. And I suppose well, the other blithering idiots, <laughs> what we're doing. Yeah, um, but it's so subjective, just like music. You know, the stupidest thing to do, I think, is ever to read a music review. Yeah, you can't, wait, wait, how can you describe a song? Either I like it or I don't. When I hear it, I understand what you're saying. Do you still <laughs> jerk off? Uh, I'm so glad you've turned <laughs> your age. Turn this around. Of course, don't you? Oh Christ! It's been twenty years. Really? <laughs> no. But I'm not going to tell you if I jerk off. You just asked me. That's all I wanted to know, if you did. Well. I'm not going to tell you. You make a good point. You said you still do. Well, then I'm going to talk about mine. Well, that's, it seems to be the subject <laughs> you want to turn this mine. conversation to. <laughs> I don't think there's anything to be ashamed about it or to. I, and well, I would be ashamed if I were you. I, I am. I don't know why. <laughs> I am not ashamed. Yeah. Uh, and I could go into great detail about my history with masturbation. I mean, it's been a lifelong love affair. I must say, it's uh, it's it's um, something that is distinct from sex. Although obviously, it shares some properties, like the goo that. At the end of the, <laughs> of what that. the hell? <laughs> what? What did you just say? The uh, goo? The goo? You know, the man bat. That's not bad. That's bad. What well, the goo? Well, the goo. Okay. Obviously, that is something that happens. Uh, have I, I left I yet? Was, I was trying. <laughs> <laughs> left. <laughs> See, that's the kind of thing I mean <laughs> that Ionesco loves. <laughs> no, it, it's like. There are certain, I was just saying, there's certain properties between sex and masturbation they have in common, like an ejaculation does happen and so forth, and you're stimulated, and it's pleasurable. It would be in the category of pleasure and not chore. Hi, honey. Glad you're watching. <laughs> and my daughter, by the way. That's great. <laughs> okay. And this should be the only portion that but you showed. <laughs> importantly, yes, yes, there is this other dimension that separates masturbation from sex, that makes them two completely different things. Some properties of each, I would say in the positive category, like I think touching another human is real good. Um, but other things that, that you could speak well for masturbation, like you can do it in two minutes. You can just Two minutes? You can just scratch, yes, you can just scratch that itch and get back to work. <laughs> Don't you, you agree? Know, you're a sad fella. I, I'm not. <laughs> no. Two minutes. You, are you saying that you've never masturbated in your whole life? No. That, that was like, 
<laughs> no, I'm not saying that is what I meant. I get it. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> but it was the way you cut me off. That I could. <laughs> no, that well, you never did it just quickly to relieve the urge, the itch, much like you would milk a cow so the cow was not bawling because it was uh, a disencumbered of the burden of of that feeling, which is horniness, and then you... <laughs> what? Where are you going? I'm explaining this. I'm <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that, your cow? It was my cow. Okay. I had to do... <laughs> That's pretty good. Now you got the dog and the cow. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, sir. You're, you're building up a whole record. I think we should really get off the subject of masturbation because... Why? Uh, again, because I, my wife and daughter are watching. No, they're probably in hysterics. They, was, they are <laughs> probably in hysterics. Yeah. First of all, I'm doing all the sharing. You're not saying anything about it. Uh, listen, you're, you're just acting like Mr. Pretty Dick. It's none of <laughs> Pretty Dick. <laughs> this is Constable so Pretty awful. Dick, who is Christ. who takes a dim view of discussions of masturbation in public events. Captain uh, Pretty Dick. So you know what's the big uh, whoop about doing something that's first of all it's harmless to any other human being. I mean. Well, that in my case. Oh, it's occasionally put an eye out. <laughs> I like that. That's oh, what Occasionally put an eye out. What the hell? <laughs> of the masturbator or of somebody near? Well, you shoot across the room. You don't. <laughs> oh, you don't. You don't. No, no, mean it. it just happens. I'm sorry, Kaylee. Anyway, oh, oh geez, your kids are probably so much more uh, good with like dirty talk than you are. Oh, sure, they are real. Of course they are. Because yeah, they grew up in an age that was much more um, relaxed, don't you think? I think my fucking kids are... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's good uh, corn. My, I, you'd love my, my kids. Uh, if I allowed you to see them. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, where's the end of that sentence? <laughs> you um, have children, right? I do not have children. May I talk about that? Without Thank God. You? <laughs> what? Well, yeah, talk about it. Uh, okay. Well, see, because I masturbate so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Children. Bam. Okay. No. Well, uh, uh, let's. No, talk. I've never had uh, children, to to my knowledge, uh, and uh, you know, it's. I would say the one thing in my life that is a real constant because I didn't like children when I was one. I didn't like them in midlife, and I don't like them now. Oh, I, my I'm, God. That's a sad no, thing it's to not, say. Absolutely not. It's not sad at all. It's just personal preference. I share it with millions and millions of people. I can't tell you how many people have come up to me over the years and said, oh, it's so great that you talk about how much you don't like kids because I don't like kids either. Oh, and really? these are just the parents. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> these are just the parents. Just the parents. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I don't uh, think it's odd that other people like children. I mean, there must be something to it. Even celebrities do it. So I don't get it uh, why you want to do that. But I know people get a kind of a joy out of children. What that... if I just got up and attacked you now? <laughs> <laughs> Punching you in the forehead. Well, we have to wrap this up soon anyway. So it would be a good ending. <laughs> and, you know, we like good endings. Yeah. But oh, uh, yeah, we really have to wrap it up? Yeah, we do, because I have to get back. Now? Will you have another? Another interview, and this is a work night for me. I have a real job on HBO. <laughs> I thought this was your job. This is not I my mean, job. This it's is, not on this HBO? Is, this is my love. 
But to be able to sit and get to know somebody like you, I'll never, I'll probably never get this hour again. I'll come back. You will? Sure. But we don't have to do it on camera. But would you actually, you would never like actually like have dinner with me, would you? Of course I would. You, you say that here. No, I, you're, you're actually I caught you quite on... funny and a very intelligent guy. I would. Really? Yeah. Okay, great. You're not articulate, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the thing. There's, you always have it coming in behind. Like, well, you never just leave it there because, like, it's, it's almost like the Frank Sinatra thing about, like, yeah, I heard it before. What do you want to drink? No, it's like, I think like, I know. Right. It's like, I would much rather have the laugh yeah. at my at your insult. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because I, I'm not wounded by it. I don't think you really mean it. Yeah. As opposed to what? Sitting here and not laughing? Like, you know. Well, so. that would be funny, actually. If there were no laughter here. And by the way, where are the cameras? Isn't that a great question? Thank I know you. that that's one. Yes, but it's they're clearly all just on you. They're, they're all. <laughs> 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 well, there's, there's two there. Look at that. One, two. They're so clever. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one's and, on me. And look, what, look over there. They're so cleverly oh. hidden in that even a show business veteran like you asks at the end of an hour, where are the cameras? That's what I wanted when I built this place. Where are the cameras? Because I don't want us to feel like we're on camera. No. I want us to feel like we're in a whorehouse. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a whorehouse? <laughs> no, that's enough. Now, bad boy. Give me a hug. Oh, I have this same shirt. No, I mean not the not this exact shirt. <laughs> What's your last name? <laughs> Get your filthy All hands right. off. Hey, my wallet. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, mine. Oh. Honey. Uh-oh. Where's my fucking wallet? <laughs>